Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, Henry County Sheriff's Department charged Andrew Joseph Stout, 36, of West Burlington, with trespassing in possession of a controlled substance last week. The Sheriff's Office received reports of suspicious activity in the 2400 grid of 240th Street. According to the criminal complaint filed with Iowa courts, a witness saw a black SUV pull up to a farm building and a passenger exited the vehicle. They alleged that they then approached the vehicle and a person fled on foot while the driver sped off in the SUV prior to deputies arriving on the scene. According to, the deputy, according to Deputy Richard Stallman's account, an investigation determined the two suspicious individuals intended, intended to steal anhydrous ammonium. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention states anhydrous ammonia is used primarily as an agricultural fertilizer and industrial and refrigerant. Anhydrous ammonia is also a key ingredient for illicit methamphetamine production in makeshift laboratories. While searching the area, deputies located stout lying face down in a field approximately 100 yards from anhydrous ammonia tanks. Henry County Sheriff deputies arrested stout for trespassing in an, and, and an active warrant. Once detained at the jail, a search of Stout's person revealed a small baggie containing a white powdery substance. Court documents state that Stout admitted the substance was methamphetamine, and field testing confirmed this statement. From the events and investigations in Henry County this past week, Stout is currently charged with possession of a controlled substance, third or subsequent offense, a Class D felony, and trespass a simple misdemeanor. In Washington, a city council meeting on December 20th featured the first of three illegally required public hearings for a proposal that would lower the speed limit to 45 miles per hour on a portion of Highway 92 east of Washington. If the change passes three public hearings without a hitch, it would lower the outbound speed limit from 50 miles per hour and the inbound one from 55. Specifically, the adjustment would span an area starting 340 feet east of Airport Road and ending 1,020 feet away from east, uh, east of Wiley Avenue, according to the Council's meeting materials. This adjustment is to make transportation safer, Mayor Joan Rosine said in an interview after the first public hearing last week. There are several spots where you pull out, and even with safe behaviors, it requires rapid acceleration to avoid coming into contact with other vehicles. The move was recommended by an Iowa Department of Transportation study conducted in 2020, but received by the city in recent weeks. That analysis predates some newer retail buildings on Wiley Avenue, which council members said gave another incentive to slow vehicles. That study showed the 85th percentile of drivers exceeding the speed limits around Airport Road and Palm Avenue, but traveling slightly below it closer to Wiley Avenue. City Administrator Deanna McCusker said the council would have to change municipal ordinance to alter the speed limit, even though the highway is a state road. Those visiting the Washington Public Library on December 28th can expect to hear pleasant music at virtually any time thanks to a piano marathon planned from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Library Director Carrie Ann Siegfried said staff hoped to keep someone playing the 1886 Steinway, Steinway Baby Grand Piano throughout the day. Doesn't matter the skill level, we'll take kids, we'll take teenagers, we'll take adults, she said. Anybody who wants to take their turn for 20 minutes to play the piano. Seafree said it was a way to liven up the library during the week between Christmas and the new year. For those interested, registration is possible through the library website or by calling the building, although it's closed until the Tuesday prior, December 27th. Siegfried said people could sign up for as many slots as they wanted. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we'll have the weather and sports. 
Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have the weather and sports coming up, but first obituaries. Dennis J. Swarhout of Salem passed away on December 25th at the age of 72. Arrangements are pending at the Olson Powell Memorial Chapel. Louis Bloomquist of Fairfield passed away on December 21st at the age of 85. Funeral services will be at 2 p.m. December 29th at Benner Funeral Home. Rita Schultz of Ainsworth passed away on December 25th at the age of 77. Funeral services will be at 10 a.m. December 30th at the Beatty Funeral Home. That was obituaries. It is now time for the weather. The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. Things are beginning to warm back up after several days of below freezing temperatures. Today is 27 degrees and partly cloudy. Tomorrow it will be 40 and partly cloudy again. On Thursday, temperatures will continue to rise to 48 degrees and there is a 55% chance of rain in the evening. On Friday, temperatures will reach back up into the 50s and there is a 60% chance of rain. On Saturday, temperatures will drop back down to 46 and there is a 55% chance of rain. We're going to take another brief break, and when we come back, we'll have sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities, serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank.
family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross. Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports, brought to you by Fairway. For the last handful of years, the Southeast Conference has been one of the most exciting leagues in boys basketball. The league hasn't seen an undefeated conference champion since the 2018-19 season and has been decided by one game or less in each of the last two seasons. This year seems no different. Although the top four teams in the league seem to have little separation from the bottom two, it's anybody's guess who's going to walk away with a title. As it stands right now, three-time defending champion Washington is tied atop the league with Burlington and Mount Pleasant. The Greyhounds are looking for their first title since splitting it with the Demons in 2020-21, and the Panthers would get their first since polishing off a third straight in the 2017-18 season. Washington, Burlington, and Mount Pleasant are all 1-1 against each other, with the hosting team winning each matchup. The Demons scored a 59-44 home win over Burlington early on, Mount Pleasant knocked off Washington 62-49, and then in the last SEC game of 2022, the Greyhounds beat the Panthers on a 56-54 buzzer-beater three-pointer. Mount Pleasant has a hefty remaining schedule as they play the Trojans of Fairfield twice before the end of the season. Washington plays Fort Madison two times before it's all said and done, and Burlington, Burlington gets Keokuk twice. Before that happens, four teams will begin to round begin round two to the league on January 6th as Washington hosts Fairfield and Mount Pleasant travels to Fort Madison. Burlington and Keokuk will play that round of games on January 24th in Keokuk. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break. And I will see you next time.